0: Welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony Hey, and welcome to Corey. the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. And I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for tuning in with us today. We've got another great show lined up for you. It's springtime. Spring is in the air. The warm weather's coming.
1: So it's time to deep clean your house. Yeah. Recently, we did a show that we affectionately titled um, Spring Home Maintenance.
0: Yes. There is a lot of things to do to keep your house properly maintained, especially in the springtime.
1: Yeah. You come out of the wintertime and your house is in a, you know, it's in a certain way. Uh, It's it's in its wintertime way. And then you have to sort of change it over to springtime. It's kind of like storing your sweaters and taking your shorts and tank tops out of storage.
0: Yeah, I you know I do that. I have a very small closet. I have a small dresser. And I take all of my winter clothes when it's time, like all my heavy flannels and all those things, and I pack them into tubs and basically do exactly like I said. I take out all my shorts, all my short socks even, short sleeve shirts, and I bring those all out, and I pack all my winter stuff away, and bam, it's nice. I keep it in the attic.
1: (laughs) I am not even close to that
0: organized. Well, I have to. I mean, that's the thing is I have to. I don't have enough room in my dresser and my closet to store
1: everything. Yeah, you just start putting it on the floor. That's what I do. Just yeah, just put it on the floor. <laughs>
0: Piles on, and the then floor. yeah, and
1: then you you just maintain a little trail sort of through all of that stuff, so you can get to all the corners of the house. <laughs> you sound like a whore. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen that. It's terrible. I mean, that's a real thing. It it is a real
0: thing. Um, it what well, kind of brings us to the number one thing to get started deep cleaning your house? Spring cleaning. Call it just. You know, get after it and get it done. But the first thing you should probably do is declutter. Yeah, declutter. That is the number one thing. You have to declutter first before you can spring clean. And like Tony, we were talking before the show and you said the place that someone should absolutely start is in the garage. Because you actually don't really park in your (laughs) garage. You use your garage as a storage area.
1: (laughs) That's right. It's absolutely true. I mean, I'm not proud of it right but that's what the garage at my house is used for yes yeah you have
0: rag you have built floor-to-ceiling shelving units with tubs and they're all labeled it's actually it's very nice
1: yeah i've got my all-terrain vehicles in there and uh they're they're in there and warm and cozy and you know snugged but but honestly when you get to when i get to the end of winter and it's springtime i have boxes on top of stuff boxes on top of boxes My golf clubs are on top of that. You know, a lot of the things that I don't use in the summertime don't get properly stored. And so if I start in the house to declutter the house and I'm removing the things from the house that I'm not going to be using over the next few months during spring and summer. Well, the only place for them to go for me is in the garage. garage. I mean, unless you have a, a place to store them inside the house. But um, I don't. So when I'm storing things from the house, they get stored in the garage. And I can't put anything in my garage unless I start by cleaning my garage.
0: Well, it's not a bad place to start. I mean, you have to start somewhere. And I guess for you, it would be your garage. And for me, I do have a storage room that we built in our attic. And it's all nicely laid out with shelving and all that. We've got all the tubs that fit in there. Yeah, so the only for thing us you, it would be that spot.
1: Yeah, the only thing you don't have is an attic ladder.
0: I don't, but my attic storage, my big attic storage, is accessible by a door in our bonus room. And the other one, yeah, the other one, we have to put a ladder in. And the other one, you have
1: there. to use an attic tony yeah, to know. get all of the stuff up. I in.
0: know. Whenever you come to my house, I'm like, Hey, you got a minute? Can you stand on the top of this ladder while I hand you things? Yeah, that is on my to do list. Actually, is to to frame in an attic access ladder.
1: Yeah. You know, that is something that is very convenient, right? Um, having to grab a ladder and situate it underneath the hole so that you can get yourself and whatever you're carrying up there safely up to the top of the ladder and up inside that hole and then still move it around in there. Cause you can't really get safely from the attic Or from the ladder to the attic. No. Uh, You can't get your body up in there.
0: Especially in my garage, the door, I mean, the garage ceiling is what? What do you think? 12 feet? Yeah. I mean, it's high. Yeah. It's up there. So to put a ladder in there and to be able to access it, I mean, you're standing precariously on the ladder to get up that high. I mean, it's It's not not safe.
1: Yeah. It's notable that you can access that space from your bonus room. There's a little door there. There but is, but it's have, tiny. And you have stuff stacked in between. Your yeah, yeah, open yeah. space is over by, you know, the the act the uh, other side. The other side where you access through the ceiling, and uh, and really not an easy way to get in between. Well, the and th- two. that's the
0: thing is that door is so tiny that I mean, I it's tiny. I mean, it almost like you probably couldn't fit in there. Like normal tubs barely fit through that door, so it it, it is much. More convenient and easier to shove them up through the, the garage access. Yeah, or to
1: have me shove them up yeah, through the garage Well, access. yeah. <laughs> That's the most convenient. So,
0: anyway. But, but like yes. I said, starting there, getting that organized. And, you know, we've talked about this before. Declutter. Get rid of things. If you pull something out of your garage that you have not even looked at
1: in two years, you probably don't need it. Unless it has very dear sentimental value, sure, and you sure. plan to pass it on to your kids someday,
0: right? But but you know we all have those things, you know golf shoes that are long past their due date; that they're just mush and in garbage.
1: Throw them away. Yeah,
0: or or something. If, if you but have maybe things, somebody's
1: going to need to borrow those someday. Yeah, that's get what rid we that's what we say to ourselves. We do
0: take it to good. If they're still in good shape, take them to Goodwill. Yeah. I mean, that's my thing is if I have things in my garage, I actually have things in my garage right now that I have moved from three different houses. More (laughs) times. They're in boxes. You've moved them more times than you've used them. them. And I have not used them in literally 15 years. Yeah. I am, they're going to go in a garage sale and I'm getting rid of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't care how expensive, whatever that item is, I'm never going to use it ever.
1: Let get rid of it. When your garage is, is where you do a lot of your woodworking. You keep your woodworking tools yep. and your bench and your tool set and all of that stuff in your garage. So your garage m- remains pretty constantly free of debris, at least free of any debris of note, uh, because you move around, plus you you park in the garage. So those things, when the car is not in there. Um, that, that garage is very usable. Mine is not like that. Yeah. it have got so much stuff in there, but I did a pretty good job of, of erecting some shelving, some metal, strong metal shelving that goes from the floor all the way to the ceiling up against one 24 foot long wall. And we can get a lot of storage in there. Here's the thing over the course of the winter, you pull down a bin and you grab something out of it and you leave it down. And then two weeks later, you go back in there and you grab another bin. And then it sits on top of that bin. And the next thing you know, you can't even walk in there.
0: Just you got bins on top because of bins. Stuff
1: hasn't been put away and bins haven't been re-put back up on the shelf. And you've added things on the garage door side. Yeah, it just it, this is exactly how it happens. And unless you have a garage like Corey's that's used daily, then uh, it has a tendency to become a, a cluttered mess.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's a very good tip just build some storage and stay up on top of it. Declutter, put the things away. And, you know, my garage gets messy once in a while and I got to stop. I pull everything out. I take my blower. I have an electric blower and I just go to town cleaning everything. I clean the surfaces, all my shelving, all the crates and everything that I have in there. I just blow everything off and blow it out the door. And I'll tell you one thing, when you're doing your spring cleaning and you get to do this, it feels really good when you put things back and it's nice and organized. You know where everything is. And the more times you do it, the better it gets. You know, I I spring cleaned my garage last spring when the sun started coming out and everything dried out and I didn't have to worry about taking things out of my garage and setting them in the driveway. Which is kind of what you you know if it's raining you don't want to do that or of if it's snow not. on the ground
1: <laughs> right for sure so
0: you wait for that and then you put it all out there and then people start stopping by because they think it's a garage sale <laughs> yeah. gotta put a note up yeah not for sale
1: and yet Come maybe back. it depends on what do you what do you see what do you see that you are like yeah I, 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 I can I mean name the, your price yeah let's my make wife a deal. would be
0: like fifty bucks yeah. take it all <laughs> uh, but no for real though I mean that is a good good thing to do but I want to give you one tip. If you're using a blower and you're getting all that dust out of there, and your garage door is up, when you close that garage door, which is the side of the garage door that faces now the street, I guarantee you it will be covered in dust. Yeah. So take the uh, take a scrub brush and a hose and clean off your garage door, because you will you will notice you won't notice it at first. But when you start really seeing it, it looks really dingy and
1: dirty. Yeah, and if something is on there, it is inviting more things to get on there. And it sure. will get dirtier and dirtier dirty, as dirty. the days go on. Yeah, and a a dirty garage door is, is uh, yeah, it's... That's, from, from the street. It's very noticeable. It's curb
0: appeal, especially yeah. if it's white. Like, my garage door is white. So when it's all filthy and, you know, I've been working on a project, like making saw cuts and all that kind of stuff and all the sawdust, Sets on there. It doesn't fall off when I close the garage door. Right. It stays on there.
1: So I have to hose it. The garage, because it's a place to store things, you can't, it's, it's not easy to add places inside the house to store things. Unless you have a kid move out and then you've got an extra bedroom that's not being used. But that's probably going to be repurposed as a, a craft room or as an office or, or a man cave or something like that. But you can utilize the storage spaces in the house that you're not thinking of. I personally store some things underneath the master bed. Do you store anything underneath your bed? I do. I store my uh, like my gym bag and my
0: vacation, you know, like those smaller type bags that lay flat and
1: crush them down flat. Do you use those vacuum um, bags, like a big clear plastic bag and you put clothes and stuff in and it and put then put the vacuum up it and make it flat?
0: Uh, we used to. We used to use those, and what's funny is like we would have blankets and yeah, like, blankets, comforters, and thing. something you you suck all the air out, and they suck down flat,
1: pillows and, we, and stuff, comforter.
0: Our problem with those is we would pile them down flat, put them under the thing, and then you'd go to pull them out, and they would develop a leak, and oh. so like all of the air <laughs> would start coming back, and everything would fill back up, and you, <laughs> you couldn't get, get it out. <laughs> so it was, we were fighting with them.
1: Oh man. So, well, no, we don't. That does that. seem like a good storage solution. I've never used them. I see the commercials for them on TV, and I think it's to an myself, awesome idea. Man, that seems like that would be really great, but I guess if it developed a leak, that would be a problem. That was our problem.
0: And maybe we got the wrong ones. Maybe we got the cheap ones, uh, but we would put like pillows and things in there, and you shove it under there, and it's like an inch thick. Yeah. And then when you let the air out, it fills back up to
1: like eight inches thick, and you can't get it out from under your your bed yeah i i think that when we are decluttering the house uh preparing for a deep clean we will be moving through the house and cleaning and grabbing things that we're like okay i don't need this in the house right now right and then i will carry it out to the place where it's going to go for me more often than not the garage yeah it's the garage there may be a closet or a couple closets where we keep some things but mainly to the garage and then i store it in the garage, but. What I don't do, Corey, that I should do is I probably should collect those things in one space, maybe in the family room or in the living room, collect all those things into one space over the course of some hours, and then go through those things and determine which of those things are viable, what I really want to keep, keep, and what things really probably should be going. Here's an example. I, you and I went to a golf tournament. And at golf tournaments, they give you things, right? They give you balls Chushkies. and tees and shirts and bottle openers, and all kinds of stuff. Just junk. Yeah, mostly junk. And it comes home in a bag. And I set that bag next to the, my nightstand in the master bedroom. It's been there for, I don't know, six months, probably. Eight, nine months. I remember that golf tournament. Yeah, so probably <laughs> eight months. Eight months ago. And uh, that's an example of a thing. that it, it doesn't need to be there. If there are valuable items in there like golf balls and tees and maybe a golf towel, then it needs to go to my golf bag. It needs to be put in my golf bag. And those other things that I'm not ever going to use, goodwill, give them away to a friend, or simply just toss them. But if you bring all of those items when you're decluttering into one space, you can make a decision about each of them. These tennis shoes, honestly, I'm probably not going to wear again. Or this jacket, you know, I've, I've replaced this jacket. This needs to be donated. That sort of a thing. There's almost always something in a pile of clutter that you've pulled from multiple rooms mm-hmm. that it's time to give to someone else. Give somebody else an opportunity to enjoy it for a while well and that that's like that's the biggest thing with decluttering your home
0: is if you haven't used it, I kind of use this rule to myself that i have if I haven't used it in two years, I don't need it, I just need to get rid of it that's' a, I don't, for me that works,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a little more sentimental, I think, probably with my things, and so I think to myself, well, I'm just going to put it in a box and put it on the shelf, and then I'll determine later whether I need to keep this or don't need to keep this. Yeah. But uh, that's why my garage is full of full containers. <laughs> I don't just use boxes. I went out to the, to the store, and I bought like 24 identically sized storage bins with locking lids. And then I set the shelves on my metal shelf rack in the garage to perfectly to fit those storage bins, so that I wouldn't have wasted space. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good tip.
0: It's uh, it's definitely worth doing to create that storage and label those tubs, and you know, like like you just did. And I have done that same thing in my house. Um, but again, like you said, you have to you have to go through all those things. And like for for instance, here's an example at our house. You know, we set out our Christmas decorations, and then we have to put them away. And then we have to get out our, yep. you know, uh, th- Valentine's Day decorations, <laughs> then right. our St. Patty's Day decorations, and then our Easter, Easter decorations, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then 4th of July, and then Halloween. You know, we have all of these decorations that we have to rotate through, but we keep them all together, and we store them together. They go in the same spot where we know where everything goes. And then every time we get it out and every time we pack it away, we go through it. We realize, oh, that thing's broken. Yep, or, I haven't
1: used that in a few years. Yeah, that
0: little, that little candle's melted and, you know, those little things that you just, you have to get rid of it at that time. If you stay up on top of it, it's much more easy. Uh, but going into spring cleaning season, you know, decluttering, another tip I would give you is just to, to do one room at a time. Start with your storage area, whether that's your garage or your attic. Start with that area. And really declutter, get rid of all the stuff you don't use, organize what you have. And that way, when you go to the next room, declutter and spring clean that room, you have somewhere to put those things away. If you want to keep it and it's sentimental to you, but you don't necessarily want it sitting out,
1: you got to have somewhere to put it. That is the exact, you just hit the spot right there. You've pulled all of the things that were cluttering the room. And you put them in one spot and you're going through them to determine what you're going to keep and what you're not. The items that you're going to keep because you love them and you don't want to get rid of them, then you need to find a home for those. Mm -hmm. They need to have a specific place where they go every time they're not being used. This reminds me of the kitchen. In the kitchen, I I am responsible for unloading the dishwasher and putting away the clean dishes. My wife washes the dishes and loads the dishwasher. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. unload the dishwasher and put away the dishes. And we use, obviously, we use the same dishes all the time. And every single thing that comes out of the dishwasher has a place in the kitchen. Which makes it very easy to unload the dishwasher and put it away. Because when you open the cupboard to put something where it goes... There's, There's an empty spot it. there for it. Yeah, yep. it, it goes right here. Yep. And then I open up the dishwasher and I pull something out and I'm like, what's this? I've never seen this before. <laughs> Do you realize <laughs> this does not have a home? You cannot keep this. This is not ours. Or you have to create a home for it. So yeah, when you get to the point where everything in your home has a home and then you go to put it away, it's a lot easier to declutter when everything you're putting away has a place to go. Totally.
0: Uh, So after you do that, I would make a checklist, make a checklist with all of the things that you'd like to get done. Because here's another thing. You're not going to get this all done in one day. Very, very rarely would somebody be able to spring clean and declutter their entire house in one day. So make a checklist. And if you're a giant procrastinator, like some people I know, write your list and then put an approximate time of how long you think it will take you to get that thing done. Like, if it's just washing your windows, maybe you just want to do one room at a time and, and make that list. Kitchen windows will take you 15 minutes. If you assign a time to it and you're a procrastinator, you're going to look at your list and say, I can spare 15 minutes. I'm going to knock out these windows. Or I can spare 20 minutes. I'm going to put all of these decorations away. You know, that's a really good way to stay on track.
1: This is a really good tip. And this is something that, that is that use works in my house, but it also can be overdone. So this is this tip is something that to be used in moderation. We have we utilize baskets in our home for putting things away that aren't hidden away. It's not a basket in the closet or a basket under the bed, right? Or a basket on a shelf. There's an opportunity to to use a basket, a cute little wicker basket, or I actually made some crates out of one by three lumber, right? They're about, I don't know, 18 inches by 24 inches or so. Like, like a milk crate kind of yeah, thing? It yeah, it looks like that, except All for right. it's made out of wood. It's kind of rust, rustic-y looking. But we have a few of those crates around the house, and it's sort of a... Uh, It's sort of a design style, right? It's very rustic. We keep things that we want to have out, but that don't look cluttery, like blankets, for example. You were Mm -hmm. talking about blankets. We keep a handful of blankets folded neatly Mm -hmm. in a little basket right underneath the coffee table in the middle of the family room. And then when we need a blanket at night, we just grab it out of there. And, of course, it doesn't ever get put back until spring cleaning. (laughs) 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 But if you're using baskets... Um, responsibly, creatively, but you don't, of course, want to have baskets all over the place. And if you get into the habit of just throwing things in a basket, then what's going to happen is you're going to end up with a bunch of baskets that have miscellaneous items in them, and then you just have more clutter to work through. Yeah. But if you choose a item or a type of item or a group of items for a basket that can be in the corner or under the coffee table or at the on the landing at the top of the stairs, whatever that is, That is okay to do, and it's easy to do. Just have to make sure that you use that trick in moderation.
0: Well, and you're creating a home for it. That's kind of the thing. It's like you need a home for everything that you own. If it doesn't have a home, then you can't put it away. Right. And if you're just putting something away to put it away, it's going to end up in a junk drawer. Everybody has a junk drawer.
1: (laughs) I have like four junk drawers. It's kind of like
0: that spot where it's like, well, I don't know what this is. Where does this go? I don't know, junk drawer. What are the junk drawer? You know, what is this cord for? Yeah, I don't know, junk drawer. <laughs> and I mean, one one tip. I'll give you one more tip before we have to take a break. Uh, like with cords, especially. Oh man. You know, I have two kids, lots of technology in our house, and I guarantee you, I have at any given time over a hundred cords for stuff.
1: Yeah, and that's because you couldn't find it, so you bought another one. Maybe. And then you went on vacation and bought another one. With those things,
0: get a label maker, label your cords, especially if it's for like that massaging, you know, neck massager that oh, you yeah, have. Yeah, I have one of those. I never know where the cord is because it gets put away somewhere, some <laughs> junk drawer. All right, right, got to take a quick break.
1: When we come back, more spring cleaning. Don't go away.
0: to the weekend warriors home improvement show built by par lumber now here's tony and Corey. hey welcome back to the weekend warriors home improvement show thanks for staying with us hey if you haven't already go check out our facebook and instagram pages we are at ww home show we'd also love it if you went and checked out our youtube channel uh, if you search Par Lumber in the YouTube search bar, that'll bring up the Weekend Warriors. Subscribe there, and uh, you'll see all of our cool videos that we're p- posting regularly. Uh, if you want to ever send us an email, you can do that. Just send it to Warriors at par.com. We love getting your questions and comments, uh, suggestions. You know, we love it. Send it. So, Anyway, we're talking about spring cleaning, organizing, decluttering, you know, you remember that show a while ago that was on TV? there was a gal called, her name was Marie Kondo.
1: Mm, doesn't sound familiar.
0: I can't remember the name of the show, but I remember her name. She was an amazing, like, professional organizer. And she would come into people's houses and turn their, you know, d- you know crazy houses into, like, this organized amazingness. And one of the things that she would say all the time, that if you have something... Right, if, if, if you have some sort of clutter and junk, she would say, does this spark joy? <laughs> if you pick it up, does it spark joy? Interesting. And if it doesn't, then get rid of it.
1: Then why do you, you have it?
0: You yeah. don't even need it in your life. Interesting. It is interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 what about a thermostat? I mean the <laughs> thermostat for me does not spark joy. No. And yet Sparks. it's a, it's a necessary thing. Sparks electric bills. <laughs> uh so yeah, we're talking about decluttering, decluttering tips. You your last tip was a uh, label maker for device cords. That was a really good tip. That's a great tip actually. Um, because when you're going through those cords, you're trying to look at the box that plugs into the wall and is it A C D C or is it, right. you know, is it positive over or over negative or you know at, it's crazy those things are crazy you're looking for a manufacturer name on the back does it say oh, hp or uniden or so
0: i had i have one of those percussion massagers you know those ones that have the, like the muscle um i forget. i can't really how do you explain that they they, they go in and out really you know they have like a sure like sure a percussion anyway they're awesome mm-hmm. if you haven't if you don't have one and you have muscle aches and pains they're amazing. Just like, go buy one.
1: It, like, punches you in the arm a hundred times. Yeah, it times. looks
0: like a, like almost like a gun, yeah. uh, but it's a big battery. And yeah, has I've seen the those.
1: They're, I've seen them. They're pretty different cool.
0: Different attachments on them, and they use, it uses a very specific plug for that. I mean, it's not specific. It's, like, something you've seen a thousand times. like, a round AC adapter sure. where you plug it in there. But it uses a specific voltage, amperage, you know, the size and all yeah. of those things. And if you don't have one of those correct, then it won't charge. It won't charge it, right. And I lost the darn thing. And I'm looking around the house, and I'm like, I think I have it. And I plug it in. Yeah, you
1: find like 10 that look exactly like it. Yeah,
0: you plug it in, the light comes on, you're like, sweet, it's charging. And then like 12 hours later, it hasn't done a thing. (laughs) You know, so I actually had to read all of the, the little numbers on there. And I searched Amazon, and I was able to find another one, and I ordered it. And lo and behold, the week after I ordered it and got the new one, and we found the old one. Yeah. But, you know, if I'd had a label maker,
1: I'd have been all set. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. You would have been, you'd have been able to figure it out very quickly.
0: Anyway. All right. So after we've gone through and decluttered, you know, decluttering a room, for me, when I spring clean, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. I'll go through. I'll get rid of all the stuff. I'll move, like in my living room, let's say. I'll move all the furniture out. We'll vacuum the rugs. We'll vacuum the carpet. And then we'll carpet clean. You'd be surprised how often you're supposed to carpet clean. Oh, yeah. I think they recommend at least twice a year mm-hmm. to carpet clean your carpets to prolong the life of them. Right. Uh, but if you're regularly vacuuming, that's one thing. But actually deep cleaning, shampoo, whatever the rugs, if you want to do it yourself or have a professional come out and do it. It's not terribly expensive to have people just come out and do it. You'll see these, at least I do, all the time. I get these door hangers and advertisements that come in the mail and you get your whole house done for you know 150 bucks sure so it's worth it
1: yeah well you know there's uh that's the thing we we forget about the carpet a lot of times until there's a stain or something that's driving us crazy and then and then we just want to get it clean to get that stain out of the way but uh, the fact is whether it's stained or not uh it does need to be cleaned regularly
0: <laughs> yes uh, they say that your carpet is the biggest air filter in your home. Right, which is kind of gross to think. Very
1: about, gross but. to think about.
0: And if especially if you don't have a shoe policy in your home, you know, a lot of people have shoe policies where you have to leave the shoes at the door. Sure, sure. But I think a lot of people. I don't have a shoe policy. I mean, we're I, we have dogs and kids, and I mean, if I I I don't care that much. I feel like I maybe- vacuum and clean my floors yeah. enough that. I, mean, I feel I'm like my, my
1: shoes catch more of the debris that I would be leaving on the carpet than, than you know, take the shoes off. And then my, <laughs> my bare feet are able to drop whatever they want. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. That's gross. Uh, here's number one, first, most important thing that everyone needs to do when they're spring cleaning and, and you've decluttered and you're ready to get after it. You need to clean every single window inside and outside twice yep and you want to do
0: it <laughs> not on a sunny day right. You want to do it on a somewhat overcast or a cooler day because if you do it on a sunny day especially if you're washing the sun side of the house the so the solution that you're using to clean the windows will dry instantaneously yeah and it will look super streaky, streaky. and gross
1: yeah here's another one do not ignore the track of your window the, the sliding
0: door track. Yep.
1: your Both your horizontal sliding window tracks and your patio door track. They get so much dirt and debris and stuff, and it's absolutely terrible to look at. You You become blind to it. When you have dirt in the track of your patio door, you can become blind to it, and then you won't notice it. But when you do decide to take a look at the track in your patio door and your windows— You'll see it, and you'll say, "Oh, do other people see that? Why don't I see that normally? <laughs> it's so gross." I mean, you will. You could use an entire roll of paper towels just cleaning the track in the in the bottom of your patio door and of all sliders.
0: You'll be tempted to spray it down with some sort of cleaner and go to town with paper towels or towels or whatever and cleaning it out. But the fastest, easiest way is to start with a little toothbrush or a scrubbing brush, dry knock all the dirt and debris loose, and then shop back all that out first. And then, usually, you can just take a sponge with some cleaner and wipe it down
1: once or twice, and it will look brand spanking new. It's also notable, on the patio door, the the slide panel comes out. You have to slide it all the way to the open position, and then lift it up, and the the bottom of the door comes out of the track, and the whole thing comes out. Once that slide panel is out of the track, there's a piece in there that the door rides on, and you can actually take that insert out, and you'll find a lot of that stuff is uh, held on down inside there underneath that track. On the underside of the door? On the underneath side of the door, yeah. Smart. Yeah, and so pull that track out. You can clean the track while it's out, which is a lot easier to do than trying to shove your rag or paper towel or whatever you're using down into that track, pull that track out and then vacuum out what's on the underneath side and then put the track back in.
0: And then while after you're done with all of that, get some spray silicone and spray down the window tracks and spraying down the door tracks and all of the little hardware in there. And at that time, if you've got the door pulled out, there's little wheels that that door rolls on. If you notice that your door just doesn't open like it used to or barely opens and closes. There's little wheels. Some of that stuff is replaceable. You can go to, you know, Ace Hardware and look in their little aisle there, and there's a lot of universal wheels for those parts and or parts for those wheels. And anyway, clean it out, get it repaired, and that thing will you will love yourself.
1: Yeah, they'll operate better. They'll look so much better, and you will definitely be glad you did it after it's done, even though... It's hard work, and it takes a long time. It's worth it.
0: I will tell you, a patio door slider, the operating door, is pretty heavy. I mean, wouldn't you say? Oh,
1: well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. 50 pounds I'm least. a big guy, so m- what's heavy to me, you know, or what's not heavy to yeah. me, yeah, it's different, I suppose. But uh, I said just keep that in mind if you're trying
0: to pull it out of its track to have, you know, one or two people help you. Maybe some sawhorses set up that you can pop it out of its track and set it down on the table or some sawhorses. Yeah. It's not light. I mean, that's a big pane of glass.
1: Or give me a call. I'll come over and look it up for you. <laughs> uh, here's something else, Corey, that we miss. We we deep clean, right? But we miss those areas that we can't see. The areas that are under the couch, under the the curio cabinet, or under the... You know, the dresser Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. behind, under and behind. You need to be looking for under and behind all of those areas and get that stuff out of there uh, at the very least. Because when you heat or cool your home, all of that stuff gets stirred up into the air and you're breathing it. Mm -hmm. If if you're not sucking it up into the vacuum cleaner and throwing it away, then you're breathing it.
0: Uh, Also, along those lines is on top of things. Things that you don't necessarily see or you're not tall enough to see, like maybe on top of your TV, on top of your lamps, the actual lamp shades. You know, you'll have covered dust in there that you can't really see until you start with your your vacuum and start cleaning it off. And then you start seeing the lines where it was caked in dust.
1: Ceiling fan. Yeah. Or the tops of your uh, blinds. Or drapes, the glass cover on your, on your ceiling lights, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, those, yeah, those are things that you won't that you won't necessarily notice most of the time, but it is still dirty and it does need to be cleaned.
0: Uh, there is a tip with that too: is to always clean from the top down. Start with the second the, floor. Well, no, when you know <laughs> you know what I mean. The ceiling. Wait, start at the roof. Start at the ceiling. In the attic. The clean, clean your light fixtures. <laughs> if you got light fixtures on the ceiling, clean those first. Cobwebs. You'd be surprised how much dirt walls hold, especially if you have textured walls. That texture will sit, or the dust will sit on top of every little crevice on a wall in that texture. Yeah. And. You know, you you probably, if you've painted your house in the last couple of years, you probably don't notice it as much. Right. But if it's been sitting for a very long time, you can take a shot back or a broom and just sweep the walls off. But start with the top and then do the tops of your doors, all the little trim. And when, you will notice a difference.
1: Picture frames also. Picture frames. got picture frames. Don't just clean the glass. Big paintings. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, recently we uh, we painted the walls in the interior of our home, and we had to take down, of course, all of our pictures and paintings and all of the things that we had hanging up on the walls. And um, when we started to put all of the stuff back, it was very ominous. We We put all of the wall hangings, everything, mirrors and pictures and paintings and all of the stuff, all in one spot. And man, oh man, we had a lot of stuff on the walls. It was... It was surprising to me how yeah. much of it there was. We, of course, took that opportunity to clean all of those frames before we put them back up. But uh, that was a big job, I'll tell you. Uh,
0: I did something similar recently because in our last move, uh, we had hired movers and they actually dropped a box of our picture frames. We, You know, we have that classic hallway with family pictures yeah galore, you know yeah. what i mean every everybody i know has this but you have a wall you have all these picture frames and everything and uncle jed yep the uh great aunt the mover guys dropped the box and broke a bunch of the frames and when we moved in we just didn't have the time so we just hung them all up cracked
1: oh really chipped
0: <laughs> you know broken glass yeah. some of them were missing glass so we went out and bought all new frames we went over to, I don't even remember where, Michael's or something. We had some sale, buy one, get one free. We bought, you know, Did you, like, make a frames. list of
1: all of the sizes of pictures and frames that you needed? No, but we should have. That's actually
0: a very good idea. We didn't. We went and said, I well, like this one. Yeah. I like that one. Oh, this fits five pictures. This one fits three. This one's fit one, you know, in this, oh, five by sevens. And then you start, we, we just planned out everything that way. And then when we got home, we were like, shoot. Half our pictures didn't fit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or or you'd put it in there and you know, oh, would cut Dad's head off because it's he's off to the right. Yeah, you know, uh, that would have been a better idea if we actually took inventory of the pictures that we had and went with a better plan. <laughs> but it worked out. We actually had to reprint some new ones.
1: Did you? Uh, did you have any of those in the in the bedroom? In the any of the bedrooms, or is this oh, all course. just in the hallway? Yeah, no, of course, every room. Well, here's a tip. While you're in the bedroom, this is the time to strip down the bed. I mean, I'm not saying that you don't wash your sheets regularly or whatever, but this is the time to strip down the bed, get the the sheets and the comforter uh, through the laundry, and take the opportunity to flip that mattress. We don't do that as often as we should. Well, I'll tell you what. You can't flip most new mattresses. I would
0: I mean honestly you go to the mattress store almost all of them are one sided.
1: Well yeah but not I don't mean flip upside down. Oh just uh,
0: rotate. Yeah just yeah, rotate. I should have
1: said rotate. Well you I mean
0: some mattresses you can flip for sure but
1: the, from the head to the foot or from the foot to the head a lot of times these mattresses aren't square though. A lot of times they're not quite as wide as they are long or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But um it, but any opportunity that you have to Move the mattress so that your body is in a different spot than it's been for the last however long it's been since you've moved it. Um, we actually have a memory foam mattress, and it can't go upside down. It's got a bottom. It's got yeah. a bottom and a top, but we definitely rotate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. I mean, you should. It'll prolong the life of your mattress.
1: Yeah, I'm afraid that the 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 memory part of the mattress will start to remember my butt instead of, uh, you know... <laughs> Instead of not remembering. So, um, so we, we, we rotate that thing uh, uh, you know, often enough. Anyways, that's a really good tip. Uh, here's another one. If you've got a comforter, a big comforter, that just doesn't want to go through your washer and dryer, we have a really big queen-size bed with a, with a comforter that is, wow, it's like a quilted comforter. It's really <laughs> heavy. I mean it packs the the washer and if we wash it we have to wash it a couple times and then dry it like three or four times it is much easier to just drive that down to the dry cleaner and have them professionally clean the comforter and then I'm not worried about you know whether or not I'm tearing it up in my you know conventional washer and dryer.
0: Well yeah, you have to look. You definitely want to look at your bedding and see what they recommend. Like some of those things you should not Definitely wash in your washing machine. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll ruin it.
1: Yeah. But it's a good time to do that. And that may be, you know, a lot of people don't wash their comforters as often if it's not as easy as just running it down and throwing it into the washing machine and washing it. But uh, this is a good time to do that if you haven't done it recently. Uh,
0: If you're in the bathroom, you might as well scrub down the bathroom. I know everybody probably cleans their bathroom regularly. Uh, but do a deep clean. When is the last time you scrubbed the floor or the toilet on the behind the toilet? You see a lot of dust down there. And it's a good time to go through your medicine cabinets, get rid of old medicine. I know I had some uh, muscle relaxers in my cabinet that I found the other day that were that expired, expired in 2008. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So I got rid of those. Uh, And, you know, it's a good thing to do anyways. If you've got, uh, there's certain medications, though, that I think they tell you not to throw away or put into your toilet because they, <laughs> yeah. they get into the, you know, the uh, our water system.
1: Yeah, if, the, if those muscle relaxers go out into the water system and a couple of fish get their hands on them, you know, what are they going to do? They're not going to be able to swim. They're just going to float for a while. Float around? Yeah, it's just some floating fish with, you know, full of muscle relaxers
0: uh yeah anyway
1: the here's another one we talked about this before but we're going to mention it again make sure you vacuum the 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 fan that is in the bathrooms all the bathrooms that that fan removes moisture from from the bathroom and that you don't want building up in there so make sure that you get all that fuzz off of the front of that fan so that it can operate properly
0: yeah i mean i've seen it before where you get up there and take the cover off you know you'll see like tons of, you know, dust collected right at the, the grill. But when you take that thing off really old ones, the inside sometimes are caked Yeah. with dust and fuzz and all that stuff. And
1: yeah, you need that fan working good. all the time. So make sure that it's clean and, has every opportunity to do the job that it's supposed to do.
0: Yep. Uh, Jumping into the kitchen, you'll want to take care and clean out the pantry. Take every single thing out of your pantry.
1: Oh, man, do you know how much stuff is in my pantry?
0: I'll bet you there's some stuff from 2008 in there. That's
1: like a whole day to clean all the stuff out of my pantry.
0: We recently, uh, at our vacation house, we just got we kind of just got into this thing, right? We We did a little remodel. I've talked about it on the show, but. Uh, we went through everything. It was somebody else's house, and we went through everything. And when we were going through the kitchen, going through the pantry, we actually found spices. There was a, a bottle of spice that we actually kept that expired in 1984. <laughs> it, said, it said best before, you know, like December 4, 1984. Wow. It was unbelievable wow it's like cinnamon sticks this is what
1: i needed did you take the lid off and smell it i just have to know if you smelled it
0: (laughs) i think of course (laughs) and it smelled like cinnamon yeah i mean but it was from 1984 yeah it expired in 90 so i mean i don't know how good it was probably bought in the 70s i don't know
1: that is funny we threw it away yeah those are the things that don't belong in there that's a prime example of us holding on to things too long totally
0: uh while you're in the kitchen And you've pulled everything out. Now's a good time to reinstall some new shelf liner if you use shelf liner. I think most, even if you've got newer cabinets, shelf liner is a good idea. Keeps them nice and clean. Drawer
1: liners also. Drawer
0: liners. Donate any equipment, any small appliances that you haven't used since 1987. Mm -hmm. Get rid of them. (laughs) And uh, look at the expiration dates. You know, you'll have things. This happens to everybody. You know, my my mother in law moved from their house, and she brought over. They were moving out of state, California or something, and they brought us a box of stuff. They were like, "Oh, here, take all of this stuff. It's perfectly good." Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Yeah, totally. I mean, we'll we'll use it, pancake batter, and just mix stuff like that." Well, there was there was things in there that literally expired twelve years ago. Wow. Because you would just never know. Right. You know, you you don't you use you don't use pounds
1: and pounds of it. We're not professional bakers. You know where it expires and you never know how long it's been in there. Totally. In the freezer. (laughs) If you reach into the freezer and you pull out a plastic bag and on the inside it looks like it's just a bunch of ice because it's all white and frozen in there. Whatever that was is freezer burnt. And I can tell you right now, it's not gonna taste good. It's probably not very tasty. Doesn't matter what it cost, you're not gonna eat it throw it out yep the freezer and the fridge need to be cleaned that's part of a deep cleaning process and um and i'll tell you what stuff goes bad in the freezer quick Uh, i mean i understand that the freezer is supposed to keep things good for a long time but the thing is is time passes differently in the freezer like you (laughs) think it's been a year it's been 10 there's i guarantee you there's something in my freezer right now that's been there way too long i guarantee and it. it needs to go in the garbage can <clears throat> yeah. uh,
0: while you're in there or working on your refrigerator freezer, pull it out, vacuum the coils, the back, underneath. You know, sometimes there's access panels underneath your refrigerator. Get in there with your vacuum. We'll get a long stick. It's going to work at its most efficient th- or, or its highest efficiency that it's, that it can is when it's clean. Right. And you don't see it, right? It sucks air in. Around the back, and if it's all enclosed, you just don't see it, so it's out of sight, out of mind. Right. But when you pull it out and pop that little thing open, you will see it. You will. And there'll you... be there'll be a family of dust bunnies living under there. <laughs> after you that vacuum, you could make a coat out of.
1: After you vacuum it, you'll have to empty the vacuum bag because it will be full. And That's I'll tell you what. There. We had
0: a refrigerator that we bought brand new, and maybe maybe a year. We had it maybe a year, and we it broke. And we had to get rid of it. And when we t- hauled that thing out, the amount of dust around the coils and all that, I was shocked. I was like, that's only been a year. So if it's been 5, 6, 10, 20 years since you've done it, mm-hmm. it's probably a good
1: idea You're to in do for it. a surprise. You're in for a big surprise. <laughs> there might be a lint animal underneath there. Uh, also, before you finish with the fridge, if it dispenses water, replace the filter.
0: That's a good tip.
1: I feel like the, my refrigerator pops up a little warning sign whenever the filter needs to be replaced just reset it i just reset it <laughs> i reset it like 40 times well i think we live in a pretty but i need to go
0: get we a- live in an area where our water is pretty good here
1: yeah well we drink oregon water man i yeah, mean I it doesn't get better than that does it i don't have to uh
0: i don't have to worry about i don't even need a water filter yeah so but occasionally
1: might as well yeah um, you might as well i mean otherwise it's just at you. Uh, yeah, that's about what we got. It's been a, it's been a really good show, very informative. We hope you got something that you could use. This has been another episode of Your Weekend Warriors, right here on the Weekend Warriors Radio Network. Have a great week.